Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up? I'm Sam Kaufman, your host of Never Stop Building. Welcome back. I am grateful to have you. So I'm going to start. The first thing I'm going to say is I'm going to retract my previous statements. If you want to send me a message and talk about this shit, do it. I am happy to talk with you. A couple podcasts ago, I said, hey, man, take that minute and send this to somebody who needs it. Um, I thought about that a bunch after I said that a few times. And you know what? If I'm the person you want to message and talk about this podcast, I am here for you. Send me a message. Let's do it. And then I will encourage you to send the episode to somebody who needs it. Also, if you get a lot of value out of this podcast, a rate, a review, a subscribe um, really goes a tremendously long way to get this thing out there to more people who could also benefit from being a part of our community here. So that being out of the way, welcome back. Glad to have you. Yo, it is it is chilly um, in Charleston. I was on my walk this morning, and I was cold. I was cold. I was in sweatpants, and I was in a hoodie, and it was unacceptable. And um, I had a moment of gratitude because chilly or not, I got to tell you, I love when the weather changes. I love when the sun is out, but it's chilly, and the fall is coming, and um, this kind of plays off my play to win in Q4 podcast episode last week where like, man, so many people kind of enter this time of year like with this slow down mentality and I just love it. I just love it. I am pumped. I'm pumped about business. I am pumped for my clients. I am pumped for you. I am pumped for my family. Holidays are coming. It's going to get busy. You know, and I think I think what happens to a lot of people as this time of year approaches is the overwhelming, maybe anxiety and stress about the fact that it's about to get busy, um, kind of screws with people. And so, my advice to you right now is be grateful that you got a full life coming up. If you got holidays coming and travel and family and kids, and don't complain about it. There's a lot of lonely people out there who would. Do almost anything for some family and some friends. Almost anything to have a Q4 that is too busy to handle. So have a little bit of gratitude. Shift your perspective. Look over the next 90 days as something amazing. Something to be grateful for. So anyway, this episode, I want to talk about the three superpowers of great leaders. Um, now... Not the only three superpowers of great leaders, but I want to talk about the three most prevalent traits, and I'm calling them superpowers, that the greatest leaders that I know and know about all share. Okay? The first superpower of a great leader is empathy. So what is empathy? We, we've been hearing a lot more about it recently over the last 24 months than, than probably ever before. There are books being written about empathy and leadership. Um, you've got guys like Gary Vee who've been on this train for years. It's starting to pick up. You're starting to see um, studies come out and business reviews. And there is data now backing 
emotional intelligence and empathetic leadership actually leading to more productivity and efficiency and retention in companies. Imagine that. Caring about people on a deep level makes them want to stay around and work harder. Hmm. So let's talk about empathy for a second. Um, I'm going to say this, and I mean every word of it. If your company culture is suffering and you want it to improve, the very first thing that you're going to need to take a look at is whether or not you are acting like a great human being. Do you care about your people? Not do you care about their performance. Not do you care if they show up to work. Do you actually care? Do you really care? I mean, when you go home at the end of the day, do you think about them? Do you talk to your friends and mentors and, and wonder and try to find information on the, how to help them? Um, do you want to provide the best opportunities for them because it's what's good for them, not because it gives you something at the end of the day? So when we talk about empathy in business, I, I think from my perspective, what we're really talking about is, do you actually give a shit about the human beings that surround you every day? And the truth has to be accepted and acknowledged here. You either do or you don't. It's not kind of, and it's not sort of, and it's not maybe at times, and it's not when it's convenient. Do you care on a deep level? Does it bother you when they're bothered? Now, I'm not saying, do you risk and sacrifice everything to make sure everybody's happy? I'm not asking you if you're a pushover. I'm asking you, do you care on a deep spiritual level about the human beings that you're in charge of leading, that you deal with on a daily basis? If the answer to that question is no, you have a major, uh, major issue. And you will always have a major issue leading people. In fact, you will never drive long-term leadership. I'm not saying you won't be able to manage people. I'm not saying you won't be able to make money. You can probably still get all the selfish bullshit accomplished that you want to, but you will feel lonely and you will constantly wonder why it seems like everybody's out to get you and it seems like nobody respects you and it seems like nobody listens to you and it seems like you have to repeat yourself a million times and it feels like maybe they talk shit about me behind my back and that will never go away for you. If you don't genuinely care about the human beings around you and you don't make it known, I think empathy is the first superpower of every great leader. And, and you know, I'm, I'm talking about the leaders that I admire. Um, leaders in history and leaders today. I'm talking about them. I think empathy is the first superpower. Do you give a shit? Can you relate to somebody else's emotions and state of mind without having gone through the same experience that they are going through or have gone through? If yes, then empathy is already a natural talent of yours. And if not, you have some things to work on. And I think from a tactical perspective, the very first 
thing that you can work on if you are struggling to be empathetic but want to be is practicing gratitude for the human beings in your life. The ways that I do that, I pray for people. I offer to be of service to people. And I look for ways that I can bring positivity to somebody's life above and beyond the bare minimum requirements. Now, I'm an empathetic dude. So those are not tactical and difficult challenges for me. That is something that um, I actually have to set up guardrails and boundaries for myself um, or I will do too much. And a lot of you listening are the same way. I'm not accusing anybody of not being like that. I know a lot of the listeners here. Um, I know a lot of the people that I talk to. A lot of the people in my life are very empathetic men and women who love and care deeply for other human beings. But for those of you who are struggling with this, you have a long and challenging people-related road ahead of you. If you can't care about people deeply. The next superpower of great leaders is focus. Great leaders can focus amidst all the distractions that are coming in and out of our lives on a daily hourly, minute-to-minute basis. Great leaders can set initiatives for their teams and then hold them accountable to focusing on those initiatives to accomplish the mission at hand. Great leaders can have hard conversations to bring their teams back, their families back, their people back in between the guardrails of the mission and the initiatives that were set because distraction is normal. Distraction is what we have been taught and trained to be a part of. Distraction is how we live our lives. You probably think you're a multitasker. You probably aren't. You're just used to being distracted. But how often do you feel like you quote unquote, aren't getting anything done? Well, if you were a multitasker, you probably feel like you got a lot done all the time. Distractions are killing you. They are hurting your business. They are hurting your marriage. They are hurting yourself. They are hurting your faith. And the world is one giant distraction after another. So how do we set up? How do we set up guardrails? How do we set up protections against these things that we cannot control? I can't control what the what the social media algorithms do. I can't control what the news puts on. I can't control what email. I mean, to a point, I guess you can, but you can't control a lot of the information that gets thrown at you minute to minute to minute, but you can control where you spend your time and where you focus your energy. The do not disturb function on your cell phone. Use it. Focus on your initiatives and turn the phone off for a very long time. Humans operated without cell phones buzzing every 10 seconds. You will survive if you turn the notifications off for a few hours and get some deep work done. You need to set the standard and be the example for your team members to watch you say no. Hey, can you? No. Hey, do you mind if we? No. Hey, man, can you? No. And here's why. I'm focused. 
I have these initiatives to get done. I made my calendar and I made my to-do list and I'm not going to be okay with myself if I don't accomplish these tasks. So the answer is no, but I can schedule some time with you to talk about that. Hey, does your request pertain to these initiatives? No. Is it urgent? No. Okay. I mean, it's going to have to wait. You know what makes somebody a badass? Their ability to say no and stay disciplined inside of their own commitments to their own goals, their own initiatives. I am not impressed by a man who can do it all. I am impressed by a man who decides he is going to do certain things and doesn't look up until they're done. That's hard. Doing a little bit of everything, that's what everybody else does. Doing a few things excellently with incredible execution all the way to success, taking it all the way home, touching the line, running through the whistle, that's impressive to me. Few people do it. Leaders must be able to do it. You must set the standard to be the example for the people around you. You are the one. And I'm telling you this as a person, as a man who struggles with being the distraction for his team at times. I have to work from home on a regular basis and out of my office and showroom at the construction company because I get distracted. I want to jump into issues and problem solve. I, I like to be needed. I like to be a part of. I love my team. I want to solve problems together. The problem is, and I've made I've said this before, I love solving problems so damn much. I'll create them just so I can figure them out. And unfortunately, that's not healthy for everybody else, and that's not what leaders do. So one of my practices is to work in a way and in a place that I can stay focused and get my things done and focus on my initiatives. My calendar must reflect my initiatives and my team must have help being held accountable on their initiatives as well. That's why I have a business coach, mentors. I have people helping hold me accountable. It's my job to hold my people accountable. Focus is a superpower. The most successful men and women that I know and I mean successful, all areas of their lives. They're focused, patient, and disciplined. They don't need the little dopamine hits of results to keep going. They're focused on the mission. The payout comes at the end. Delayed gratification is another superpower of leaders. People take time. I'm going to say that again. People take time to develop, to learn, to carry culture, to be bought into a why and a vision. Your ability to delay gratification will change your life and your ability to lead. The next final and, and probably most important superpower that I can talk to you about right now is communication. And I know, I know, communication. We hear about it all the time. It's everywhere. Everybody says it. And nobody fucking does it. Very few people communicate properly. Very fucking few people communicate properly. And I have extraordinarily high standards of communication. I'm aware of that. I'm going to tell you what communication is. Because it's not talking. 
It's not your ability to write. It's not your ability to draw pictures. It's not how great your emails sound or how sophisticated you sound when you're speaking on stage. Communication is the ability to accurately and efficiently relay information in a way that the recipient can best understand. I will repeat that. Communication is the ability to accurately and efficiently relay information in a way that the recipient can best understand. Communication needs to be simple and prompt. Communicate proactively is the first core value at On The Level. It is also the first personal core value of mine, the first core value of the podcast, and the first core value of my coaching and consulting. There's a reason for that. It is the single most important skill that you as a leader need to learn and understand. If you are to touch all of the humans that have tasked you with leading them properly, you need to know how to relay accurate information to those people in a prompt and efficient manner, which means I need to learn how to speak your language. My job as a great communicator is learning how to speak in the way that you understand. And so many people just talk. I have heard, and in my business, I've seen this over the years, and my team will t- drives me nuts. I've seen phone calls go on for 34 minutes that were two minutes worth of actual information that needed to be relayed. And I, I and look, like I'm probably an outlier here because like I don't do small talk well, and I don't do shooting the shit well, and I have zero interest in talking about sports or celebrities or bullshit. So like I have zero, and I mean zero patience for all of that shit. And I'm going to be honest with you, there's no room for it in my life. I don't want it. It serves me at no level, and I'm doing just fine without it. My point is that I've seen businesses drag ass on getting really important key issues. My business has dragged ass on handling important key issues and solving real problems solely based on the fact that the people in charge of communicating were not communicating in an effective way that the recipients, regardless of who they are, could understand. The number one skill that you have to have, you have to be a great communicator. And I'm not calling myself an amazing or great communicator or not a great communicator, but I will tell you right now, I'm pretty damn good. I'm pretty damn good at learning how you want to receive information quickly learning how you want to receive information and learning how to deliver that information to you. I learned that at a young age. That came from an interesting childhood, divorced parents and all kinds of stuff. And what I learned young was how to communicate to each individual moving part throughout my life as I went on and so forth and so on. What that's done for me though, now that my life is on a mission of service and leadership, business, and family, and trying to change the world. My purpose is to inspire men and women to be leaders in their homes, businesses, and communities, to be a positive force for change on the world, and to know God. That is my purpose. It's in my affirmations. I read it regularly. 
communication is the key, the key component to all of that. Because if I can't communicate to you, how can I inspire you to be a leader? How can I inspire you to want to do better for yourself? But I have to communicate to you in the way that you will receive the information. Because if I communicate to you the way that the person standing next to you receives information, you're not going to get it. And that's okay. I think a key component, fuck, I know a key component of great leadership is great communication. So we had four, four superpowers of great leaders. We have empathy, the ability to feel the other person's emotions, understand where they're at without having to experience what they've experienced. And we have focus, the ability to mitigate and restrict distractions and hold your team accountable to mitigating and restricting distractions so that you can complete initiatives productively and efficiently. Delayed gratification, the ability to put what you want on hold to handle what you need. Understanding that we don't search for short little dopamine hits and quick payouts anymore. We're in this for the long game. Leadership's a long game. And finally, and most importantly, communication. The ability to accurately and efficiently relay information in the way the recipient receives it. Thank you for listening. Hit me up with questions. I'm here for y'all. See you next week.